Chats from the Blog Cabin. This is your favorite time of the week with your number one one podcast. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin. You know the show where I virtually invite people into the blog cabin and we chat about life. I know you probably think I abandoned you or that um, I gave up on this podcast. No, the real truth is I have been very sick. We recovered from COVID and then bronchitis hit and terrible headaches. And I suffer from migraines and it seemed like I had one like forever, like two, three weeks in the bronchitis. And it's not really conducive to doing interviews when you're hacking hacking out a lung. So I decided to kind of, I had to cancel all the interviews I had scheduled for the month of January and February, because it's been a long time since I've been on here, and just rest. Um, It's really hard for me sometimes to read what my body's telling me to do and to rest. I know a lot of people struggle with that. Sometimes they think that, you know, there's always that um, saying that idle hands are the devil's play things. And so a lot of people think that if they sit down and rest, that they're, they should be doing something all the time. And that's me. I am definitely one of those people. If I am watching TV, I am doing something on the computer or thinking about a podcast or writing or working on a craft or something. I'm always doing something. Well, the last couple of weeks, I have not been doing anything, literally. Um, for instance, this past Tuesday, um, I really did not feel very well. I didn't sleep well the night before. Tuesday morning, I got up and I was like, okay, I'm going to eat. The only thing I've been able to eat that even tastes half right to me is, is peanut butter. So I said, I'm going to eat a half peanut butter sandwich and I'm going to have a little bit of caffeine and I'm going to take my medicine for my migraines because I could feel one coming on. And so I sat there and I was like, you know what? I just can't deal with it. And Gracie, she's back at work now and so gracie's the youngest daughter so she was bringing home lunch we had we still have a whole bunch of gift cards from the store um from all these christmases all the christmas gift cards we had for all these fast food places so she brought home arby's that day and so i started i'd asked for a shake a root beer and you know curly fries and a roast beef sandwich and so I ate some of the curly fries, had to, uh, drank most of the shake because shakes just seem to fill me up. And it's something that I know I'm, it's not really getting a lot of nutrition, but I am getting some dairy in there. So I am getting calcium and a little bit of the root beer. And I think I maybe had maybe four or five bites of the sandwich. And I'm like, I just can't eat this. I, I just don't feel good. So I went back out after I'd eaten again and I take I took um, another more stronger um, headache medicine. And y'all, it was, I think it was, Gracie gets home a little after one that day. So I think it was like two o'clock when I finally laid down and I was watching Valentine's Day. Um, I'll get into the reason why I was watching that, um, the movie in a minute, because this is basically what this podcast is all about. But I was watching Valentine's Day and I started nodding off. And so that was about two o'clock. I nodded off three around 315, 320. My husband called and said, Hey, I'm going to be home late. Um, I'm working out and he's always working out of town lately. So he's, he said, I'm going to be a little bit late coming back. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. You know, no problem. He said, what are you doing? I said, I'm taking a nap. He's like, okay, well, y'all, he came home a little after, I think it was closer to six. And <laughs> I woke up long enough to say hi to him. 
fell back to sleep and did not wake up the next morning until like 8 30 9 o'clock the next morning so y'all <laughs> you talk about being tired i totally missed um the james bible study um it's been rough because i really wanted to get back in the community with the restored but it seemed like i just could not last their their bible studies are 8 30 at night and by the time i would get off the computer it'd be 10 o'clock and i just at one point in time i couldn't even hold my head up for more than an hour two hours at a time so it's very little t limited time on the computer um a lot of time watching tv laying in bed watching tv and just resting which brings me to the point of the podcast um i started down the Grey's anatomy hole i started i watched it when it first came on and then i stopped watching it and then i started watching station 19 um which i absolutely love that show and it's a spinoff of Grey's anatomy so then i said okay i'm gonna just kind of watch when they kind of intersect when station 19 becomes a show and see you know the characters coming on and so i did that and then i'm like you know what? i'm just gonna start from the beginning and i've always loved patrick dempsey from the first time my first movie he's ever been on and so of course with gray's anatomy you, you sometimes you don't want to watch gray's anatomy all the time because you know you need a break from everything once in a while so i was like okay let me start watching patrick dempsey movies valentine's day patrick dempsey happens to be in that movie and so I started watching some of the older movies of Patrick Dempsey, and it came across the one called Freedom Writers, W-R-I-T-E-R-S, Writers, like you're writing a book. And it's all about, and I'm not sure if you've ever watched this movie, um, it's actually a book, and I will link the book and the movie where you can grab it on Amazon if you want to watch it. It's on Peacock, if you're on Peacock channel, it's on Peacock, I believe. Um, but... I started watching it and it's all about this group of kids who are very underprivileged kids from all nationalities um basically what they call the poor kids that really aren't given a chance in education because they're deemed uneducatable uh unteachable they're not deemed the brightest students in the world a lot of in the movie they're actually viewed as people that will most likely drop out of school or be killed because they're in gangs. This happened in California. And so I started watching this movie. I had watched it a long time before, but I never really realized that he was in it. And so I watched it um, last week. And then I watched it again this week when my daughter actually watched it last night with my daughter, Gracie. Um, getting to a point where sometimes we have movie nights, which is great when your almost 20-year-old daughter wants to come in and watch a movie with you. But in the movie the kids are given are told how important they are by this one teacher and it's a, based on a true story and i'm just thinking wow this is a really great story and i'm crying in some parts and then there's a part where they start reading the diary of anne frank if you're not familiar with anne frank anne frank was um part of the holocaust she actually died in Auschwitz, the um the german concentration camp she was a jew for the longest time, she was hidden in an attic of an office building, I believe, of a, a, like a, a house office space. And August 4th was when she was discovered and they put her in the um, thing. But she had written this diary and I guess the lady who found Anne or was hiding Anne found her diary. I don't know exactly how it got published, but it got published. And... It's so sad when you think about these kids didn't even know what the Holocaust was. And the Holocaust killed millions of people. And the teacher related it to, okay, well, 
Think about it. You hate someone because they're white. Well, that's what the Jews, that's what the Germans did to the Jews. They hated someone because they were Jew. Um, they had a lot of people that were in different gangs. Well, you hate someone because you're in this gang. Well, this is what the Germans did to the Jews. You hate someone because they're African-American. You hate someone because they're Cambodian. They're Hispanic. You, you're hating them based on not how you know the person, but basically on their appearance. And that really struck a chord because I'm like, if these people, if these kids do not know what the Holocaust is, we're bound and we're going to be repeating ourselves over and over again. History is going to be repeating. And so at one point in the movie, and this is the point I'm getting into, they actually wrote letters to the lady who hid Anne Frank in the attic. And they raised money to get them to get her to come over and speak to the class. And she came over and she was talking to the class and telling them all about, you know, it was the hardest day of her life, how she had, <clears throat> she was also threatened with death and that people were, um, you know, she was trying to bribe the guards to let the, them go and they were going to let him go. And she was just, it was just so sad to her. And one young man who had already, impressed me throughout this movie because he wanted to research her. He was really into everything. He quit the gang so he could move back home because his mom had kicked him out of the house. He stood up and asked her a question. And the question, now, basically not a question. It was basically a statement. And the statement, I'm just going to read you because I actually took notes here. And he says, I've never had a hero before, but you're my hero. And the lady, um, geez, um, she says, no, young man, I am not a hero. I did what I had to do because it was the right thing to do. That is all. We are all ordinary people, but even an ordinary person can, with their own small ways, turn on a small light in a dark room. And I thought, wow. If everybody in the world turned on a small light in a dark room, think how much better this world would be. It would be so much better. We could be able to communicate with each other, listen to each other, learn from each other, and grow with each other. And not the hate would stop. And my heart is going out right now to a lot of people. You know, there's a lot of uprising in Ukraine right now, um, Russian invading Ukraine, and there's a lot of sadness at, on the home front. Um, one of my daughters. That one of the people that used to work at my daughter's elementary school, her husband just died, and then her grandson got in a car wreck, and he was declared brain dead. But he continued his light into the world because he had, was an organ donor, so he was able to give um, his life, his light to five other people. So if you could just touch one person a day, whether it is just a smile, uh, hello, how are you doing? Uh, thank you. God bless you paying forward someone who is in front of you or behind you in the store, um, letting someone go in front of you, letting someone cross in front of you, um, giving someone the cart that you got. Say, here, ma'am, I'll just get another one. You can take this. Just little small things that we can do to make the world a better place. And there's so many things that you can do. I've always prided myself on being the person that's the most thoughtful person. And I will admit that I've been kind of down in the dumps um, the last couple of weeks because me not being, I wasn't online at all. And there was very few people who texted me and said, hey, I noticed you were online. Are you okay? 
And these are some of my closest friends. And they're, I mean, I think out of, I actually got one yesterday where someone said, actually, hey, I've noticed you haven't been posting much. Are you okay? And it really means a lot. And there's still days where I wonder, am I going to be able to get out of bed? Because right now I'm kind of fading. I'm actually, this is the first day in like months that I've been able to be out in the block cabin. And it just was, it's refreshing to be out here, but also it hurts a little bit because my head's starting to hurt. Um, I'm looking forward to having some sushi tonight, but other than that, I just am thinking about ways that I can turn my small light, my light into my world to light the world. Um, I don't know about you, but I think everybody needs a little bit of hope, a little bit of light during this time. COVID has got all this beat down the last three years, the economic crisis in our country. And it's not just this current president. It was the president before and the president before. It's so funny that everybody always blames the current administration, not seeing the downfall from the administrations before them. The divisions are still in our country, even though there are some great um, cases coming down now that they're actually being charged like they should be charged and being found guilty like they should be found guilty. So I hope that's an upswing. Um, but there's still so many more people out there that need the light in the world. So that's what I wanted to come on to you and talk to you about is the light and being the light. In some small ways, turn on a small light in a dark room. You can, everybody can do it. It could be as easy as when you're hot and you're buying a drink. Buy a drink for some a homeless person you may find on the road. I mean, I know a lot of people say they don't trust the homeless people because they um, tend to have nicer cars and they don't want to work. But there are always those that need a helping hand. Write a card out to a friend. I'm trying to think of some other things that you can do for them. Write a card out for a friend. Um, Leave a note for your mailman. Say, hey, you're doing a great job. Our mailman, we recently have gotten a new mail person. And I admit I've been frustrated since September, October, because I'm not getting some of my mail. And some of it is things that companies send me. So it's hard for me just to come back to the company and, well, I didn't get it. It says it's delivered, but it was delivered to the wrong place. And I don't have the greatest of neighbors where um, we'll get mail back from us. Um, normally, if I get a wrong piece of mail, I put it in the back of the mailbox with the flag up and just leave it at that. I used to write deliver to the wrong address, but somebody they got mad when I wrote that because it showed that they screwed up. But the other day, um, our next door neighbor's mail came in our mail and it was two bank statements. And I'm like, uh, I'm not going to put that out there. I'm not going to leave it out there because it happened to be on a Saturday. I said, I'm not going to leave it out there till Monday. So that was our small thing in the world. Um, it could be something as if you're going to the store and you know, like for instance, I had talked about Bear Creek soup a lot with my mom. And so when I went to do my Walmart grocery order, I ordered her a couple of packets of it so that her and my sister could have soup on some days. Um, super easy to cook. You put it in a crock pot, let it be slow cook all week, all, um, all day long and it's ready. And it's just a super easy, quick meal. Um, I've tried to do that. I've tried to do some other things. I've got some cards that I'm going to be writing out soon. Some really cute postcards that I got right before Christmas 
from a company that I'm going to start writing little postcards and dropping them in the mail. Um, that's going to be my small way to, sh to shed some light. I had actually gotten something for the restored moms for the a Bible study for James. Um, but getting sick, I wasn't able to do it. So I still need to contact Stephanie who is on that to see if she was able to pass it out. But basically James was talking about in the book of James was talking about be patient, be, be mindful, be slow to anger, all these B words. And I thought it would be a really cute reminder that if I got a whole bunch of little bees and put the little, all the B things for James in there, um, that you could pass them out to the ladies at the study. But unfortunately, like I said, I missed, there was five weeks. I missed all but one. And so it was really hard for me to do it. And so I'm hoping and praying that she's another study soon because I really missed that community. Um, I just, it's just so late in the day and I'm just so worn out by that time. I'm just exhausted. Um, I'm, a, I'm also a lot older than some of the moms in there. So it's kind of, you know, really strange, but yeah, so that's what I wanted to leave you with. I wanted to leave you with, um, to, in some small ways, everybody has their own small ways that they can light a dark room. And I want you to be a lamp. I want you to be a lamp in a dark room. I want you to be the one person that people go, oh, they're not always thinking negative about everything. They're, they always seem to find some bright, shiny spot. Hey, we got up today. Today may not be the best day. Um, like for instance, today, um, for instance, let's go back. We had, um, Saturday, Gracie was going to the store and her car wouldn't start. Well, luckily it was the battery. Sunday morning, my husband got up, switched the battery, got the battery working. And well, today, first day I've gone out, and like I said, months, my car would not start. And I was like, oh man. So I had to drive his truck. And for any of you that know me, know that I don't like driving big vehicles. And his is a big vehicle. I don't know if I've mentioned it to you before, but his is a Ford F-150 Super Crew. That means it's a four-door with a long bed. Um, we got it a couple months ago um, because our Acadia was just basically about to die. And my husband needed a new car. And I was like, you know, you deserve a truck. You've always put everybody else ahead of yourself. So get you a truck because you've always wanted a truck. So get a truck. And so he got a truck. And I have driven it once. I drove it to um, my dad's. I drove it from the bank to my dad's gravesite, which was like maybe four miles, four or five miles. Um, very weird, small roads. Um, it sits up higher than my car. It's a lot larger than my car. So it was kind of hard to drive it. And so I was like, okay, I drove it. I'm done. Well, today I had to drive the truck. I had a hair appointment. I was going to cancel it because I was like, you know, I don't feel the best. I'm going to cancel it. Um, with the bronchitis and the headache, but actually, no, I didn't cancel it. I actually went, I have a cute little sporty haircut now. I said, um, but that was something I did for myself because that was something I needed. Uh, there's nothing better than someone washing your hair and just, there's nothing better to me. That's the way I treat myself. So, um, sitting there, driving the truck through construction and getting to the place, I prayed the whole time. And on the way there, I was very nervous. Um, I had a very slow person in front of me that was texting. And then I had a person that wanted to ride my bumper because the person in front of me wasn't going. 
And so that was got me really nervous. And then um, luckily they turned off and there wasn't any traffic on the road, even though I had to drive through construction. So I praised God every moment of every time that we went through that. I was praising him, thinking, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for no traffic, because I don't know if I could drive it. We get to the place and normally where I park, the space was open. But I'm like, you know what? I don't want to trust the truck there. And so the truck so I said, okay, I'm just going to pull up. The other side's empty. Um, I just backed into a parking space. Perfect backing job, by the way, without a backup cam and got in there. And on the way home, it was a lot different. The ride was a lot lighter, a lot um, easier because I think I was a little bit more comfortable with it. Plus, too, I wasn't as stressed because I wasn't stressed. I hadn't had to get home at a certain time. Um, I praised God when we got to a corner that normally there's two lanes there, that there are you know, three lanes. One's a turn lane, and then one's one's a lane to go down, one's a lane to turn to go onto the road, one's a lane to turn off the road, and then there's a turn lane. So there was three lanes. And normally if someone's in the turn lane, they're like pulled up right up to the very top of the road, almost out into the road. But luckily I was praising God then because nobody was there because it would be harder for me to turn the truck and I would have to gone up and go around someplace else to get into the car um but yeah i made it home safely was really nervous about the driveway super easy with the driveway um but i'm hoping and praying that my car gets fixed because i had planned on going to dunkin donuts i am a ba an ambassador for dunkin donuts now and i had planned on going to dunkin donuts and getting a old-fashioned donut because i'm only missing my dad and that was one of the donuts that he absolutely loved and i wanted to get a donut to share with him um and of course get a donut for my daughter too um but i wasn't able to do that because i was not driving my truck and the truck in downtown traffic and this was i got in, in in town enough to know that i didn't want to drive it any further but yeah so i'm praising god today that even though my car didn't start we still had an, a vehicle that i could drive so that i didn't miss the hair point i know it seems silly but that to me was the first time I've been in the out of the house in at least a month. I mean, the last time I went out, I just went to drive with my husband to go to the bank. And I sat in the drive-thru. I didn't even get out anywhere. I mean, today's the actual day that I actually have real clothes on. I mean, everything's on. Um, jeans, everything. Not just sweatpants, not t-shirt. FYI, I know it's just a little bit too much, but I actually have a bra on. So it's really hard that, you know, those days when you don't feel good and you really are struggling that you kind of, um, I have the door open. So if you hear something, that's my neighbor. Um, he decides now he wants to start his truck. So I'm sorry about that. So with that, knowing that he's starting his truck, I'm going to leave you with um, that one saying again. We are all ordinary people, but even an ordinary person Kid with their own small ways, turn on a small light in a dark room. So turn on a small light in your dark room. Hope to see you here back soon. God bless and keep chatting. Chats from the blog cabin. Hit subscribe and don't miss the next episode.